Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And before we start this episode, I want to give a thank you to Mr. Jeff Swampy Marsh, <laughs> who liked our Instagram post calling out Marvel for ripping off Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> we love to see it. I love um, that he's shady like that. I know. Just like a random <laughs> podcast happens to tag him. And I know that the other one like tweeted something about it, but it wasn't as blatant as what I said. <laughs> also, it's 2021. Yeah. <laughs> it's been 10 years. I, I tagged him in the post hoping yeah. that he would see it. Yeah. <laughs> this is another pl- uh, plug to follow our Instagram. Yeah. Famous people like Jeff Swampy Marsh like stuff sometimes, and Courtney's um, en- Ender's sister commented. Erica Ender's. Oh, yeah. Erica Ender's commented. She, like, she um, tagged Courtney. If you want to go back, listen to our episode after uh, our Right on Track episode, because we talked about that. Yep. <laughs> um, anyway, we watched Geek Charming this episode. Yeah. Which I had never seen before. Yeah, me either. This came out November 11th, 2011. We were both in high school. By this point, we oh, had yeah, met. Oh, yeah, we were. <laughs> we had met when this came out. <laughs> At this point, we were sitting next to each other silently in biology. Except for whenever we were dissecting, and I was like, you can and do Kelly it. And Kelly was, like, about to throw up. I was like, y'all can do it. Have fun. <laughs> I, like, vividly remember, like, turning around and being like, Kelly, you want to do it? And you're like, Oh. <laughs> One of our other friends, we were a group of three that Annie. day for some reason, yeah. <laughs> luckily, so it wasn't just the two of us, but... Anyway, um, Geek Charming, whenever this movie started, I was like, oh my god, I'm going to hate this, but the more it went on, the more I was like, okay, it's not that bad. Yeah, I really <laughs> thought that I was going to hate this, but I ended up liking it a lot more than I figured I would. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, this movie stars Sarah... Oh wait, hold on. Oh. Before we get into this, I just wanted to give a little uh, trigger warning. I, I'm going to mention like abuse in this part so I'll put a time yeah I'll put a time down below that you can just skip to if that's something that you don't want to hear about but I would just skip like five minutes or so just skip over the people it's more important that you don't hear bad things if it's going to be harmful for you so just that I don't know what's coming oh yeah yeah (laughs) um this stars Sarah Hyland um as we know from Modern Family um that's really like the most famous thing she did uh but she was also in touched by an angel because of course she was yeah i saw that um we I already i need to talk about sarah highland oh, yeah okay well okay we met matt prop pro crop pro, pro crop whatever his name is in high school musical three yeah he played like the new troy so, okay so i had heard about this in the past and then forgot about it until i googled geek charming just to pull up the imdb page just to see the people and one of the top like google suggestions was what happened between geek charming actors so i was like what happened yeah between in the geek in the imdb actors? trivia it says that they had dated for a long time yeah up to this movie yeah and so well, after this movie, I after, think. Yeah. Yeah. So I clicked on it because I was like, well, what did happen between <laughs> the Geek Charming actors? So in 2014, Sarah Hyland spoke out about the abusive relationship that she was in with Matt Prokop. They were together for like five years and um, it was like physically abusive, but also like mentally abusive. It was really bad. She like talked about how like he had like choked her and she <gasps> thought that she was going to like literally kill her. He threatened to burn her house down with her dog in it or like kidnap her dog. He would like, even after they broke, he broke up, he would like call her and like threaten to kill himself and all of this stuff just like obviously very abusive shit oh, damn. so well, no wonder this guy didn't do anything after this well yeah so she got a three-year restraining order um in 2014 and then it got extended to be a permanent restra- restraining order which good for her um she was on if you like google it there's a interview she did with meredith blake i think is her name i think she's on the today show or something but wait, she- wait. <laughs> you're talking about meredith Vieira. Meredith Blake was Meredith from The Parent Trap. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have been looking at The Parent Trap a lot. Anyway, she was on that show. It just says Meredith. How am I to know? Meredith Vieira. How am I supposed to know who she is? <laughs> Meredith uh, had her on Meredith the show, Blake. and she didn't really, like, talk about it in depth. Um, she just kind of said, like, yeah, I had to get through it, and it was really hard. Um, she quoted... Uh, don't go dark into that cold night or whatever it is. Do not go gently into that good night. Yeah. <laughs> and then she also, years later, she's, like, talked about how, like, this still affects her, obviously, because, like, even once you get out of an abusive relationship, like, it's still gonna be there. There's still gonna be, like, damage and stuff. So I just wanted to mention that. He is a shitty person. We did not know that whenever we talked about no. High School Musical 3 or else we would have mentioned well, we it, but... didn't really talk about him at all because he was irrelevant. Yeah. Um, yeah, the only things I ever see about Sarah Hyland now are stuff either relating to Modern Family or her current 
relationship. I think she's married now. Yeah. But she's, her and she's her happy. husband are really cute together from he, what I see. He was apparently a contestant on <laughs> The Bachelorette. I think he was on The Bachelorette. Yeah. I think, like, one of them, like, slid into their DMs. I don't really know. Well, he was a contestant on The Bachelorette. I don't think he was... I think he got sent home or whatever. Yeah. But, Yeah. Um, Whatever. Love that for them. Yeah. The <laughs> other thing I wanted to mention about Modern Family, I, I've only seen episodes here and there, but, uh, the, like, how she kind of started talking about her abuse was she called, like, her mom, like, the, the actress who played her mom in Modern Family, it was, like, trying to tell her about what was going on, and that's how she, like, started to get help and get out of the abusive relationship, Aww. so that's... Ooh, well, I'm gonna look at that. them differently! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry about that, just had to bring it up because... Needed to talk about it. <laughs> Sorry for laughing about Meredith Blake and Meredith Vieira during a serious topic. I don't know. <laughs> um, this movie also has Sasha Pieters, uh, who is obviously Allie from Pretty Little Liars. Um, she, if you don't know, she was in this movie called Gay Best Friend, GBF. <laughs> we, as, like, our group of friends have watched that movie so many times. <laughs> Mostly because we will put on, like freak ass like horror like not even horror just like psychotic <laughs> yeah and movie. like and 10 p.m and, and then it's like and then we're all like um we're scared <laughs> so then we'll turn on gbf to like make us feel better it's a go-to <laughs> it's a great movie <laughs> um sasha was also the ice princess and shark boy and lava girl yeah <laughs> iconic mm-hmm. um Next, we have Vanessa Morgan, who plays one of Dylan's friends. She's Tony Topaz in Riverdale. Of course. Um, David Del Rio, who plays one of the filmmakers. Oh, she's also, we'll see her in another DCOM. She's in My Babysitter's a Vampire or something like that. Oh. I think she was also in some random Disney shows. Not that they matter. Sounds like but my mom's got a date with a vampire. Hmm. Different. <laughs> Um, David Del Rio was in Pitch Perfect. Yes, I saw him. Tone. I know, I saw him, and I was like, why does he look so familiar? And whenever I went to <laughs> his IMDb, that was tone. the only thing. Yeah. I've seen so many TikToks, though, about how much of a hold Pitch Perfect had yeah. on, the pe- on everyone. Really we were, like, freshmen or sophomores in high school yeah, when it came no, out. Yeah, no, we were, like, prime. Oh, yeah, no, like, I know the whole movie, back and forward, yep, so. Yeah. Like, I can't listen to a song that was in Pitch Perfect and not, like, sing the next part. That's like... <laughs> yeah. Um, this guy... Okay, this guy was also in this Bloom... Blumhouse... Bloomhouse movie called The Belko Experiment. It is, like, fucked up. <laughs> it... I, I can't say anything else about it. I watched it once. It's wild. <laughs> it's bloody. <laughs> Yeah. That's all I can say. Um, next, another film nerd was played by Jimmy Bellinger. He's kind of, like, a stereotypical, like, nerd type. Like, you've seen him in a bunch of stuff, but you can't, like, pinpoint. He's just, like, the nerd in, a, like, in an episode of a high school show. Like, he was in Glee, Secret Life of the American Teenager, New Girl, Shameless, Kicking It, The Goldbergs, Perkins, Parks and Rec, Melissa and Joey, Crazy as Girlfriend, Liv and Maddie, The Middle, and the movie Blockers. So, I'm sure you've seen him on something somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh's mom was played by Lily Birdsell, who, again, has, like, a really familiar face, but I couldn't, like, pinpoint her anywhere. Yeah. But she's also been in, like, Mom, Palm Springs, the movie, which is fucking amazing. Uh, Grey's Anatomy, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Bones, NCIS, CSI, How to Get Away with Murder, Castle, Rizzoli, and Isles. Oh! She was in Good Luck, Charlie, and she played one of the gay moms. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Uh, she was also in The Mentalist, Two and a Half Men, and Big Time Rush. Uh, next is Andrew Arley. Again, just a guy that you've probably seen somewhere. Uh, I think he played Dylan's dad. Um, Supernatural, the Fifty Shades of Grey series, Fargo, Bates Motel. I do not remember who he played in Bates Motel. Sorry, Abby. Once Upon a Time, Smallville, Final Destination 2, Monk and the X-Files. Um, and then we have Casey Roll, who I think played another, the other one of Dylan's friends, who was in The Magician's Arrow and Hannibal, if you've seen any of that. Um, Andrea Brooks, I don't remember who she was, but she are the series regulars in When Calls the Heart and Supergirl, and she was in a shit ton of Hallmark movies, so was Brenda Critchlow. Um, and last, we have Nina Keery, who played Olivia, who I never, like, mentioned in, in my notes because she wasn't important, but she played Alma in The Handmaid's Tale, who I didn't care about until this past season, season four, all my handmaids... No, what I'm <laughs> I don't think that's what fans of the show are called. <laughs> I hope not. My Handmaid's Tale fans know what I'm talking about. The train episode. Also, who's <laughs> Olivia? I thought her name was Caitlin. No. 
No, not the film girl. The girl with, like, the black bob. Oh, 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 got it, got it. Who okay. comes up and she's like, yeah. hey. Yeah, I never wrote anything about her either. I yeah. Thought, okay, <laughs> got it. But I was like, oh, she's Alma from The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's all I have for people. Yeah. I just had those facts to share. <laughs> okay, so this movie starts out with um, our main character, Dylan, played by Sarah Hyland, daydreaming that she's winning the Blossom Queen, which is like the prom queen, the spring fling Yeah, I thought it was a pageant for a yeah. long time, because they never clarified that it was a <laughs> well, dance. Well, that is like a thing, I think, like Blossom Queens. Yeah, but I, I didn't know that it was a dance thing. I thought it was, like, a pageant, but yeah, it's not. Yeah, she's uh, filling out her campaign application, and she is on a mission to be the most popular girl at her high school ever. Um, they, yeah, she's walking with her friends, Hannah and Lola, and she says that it's going to be a great year because she's going to be Blossom Queen, and then she's just going to be popular forever. Yeah, they're, like, scouting the cafeteria for votes, like, very mean girls style. Well, yeah, so they, like, describe all the clicks, and they're like, I'm going to get these votes because they're too lame, and they think I'm cool, and I'm going to get these Indie votes. rock star wannabes, and the yeah. film nerds. Yeah, and then one of her friends is like, you used to be friends with Amy. And, and indie we, rock wannabes. Yeah. So, ooh, what happened there? Um, but Nicole is Dylan's biggest competition. Um, and then as Dylan's like, oh, and there's my spot on the ramp, the cool kids table, which is just like an elevated stage where the lunch table sits. Mm -hmm. She turns and she gets food accidentally spilled on her. Well, okay, we also, this is the first time that we see like a talking head, essentially. Yeah, this movie is sprinkled with talking heads from Dylan and Josh, like, documentary style. And it could have been done so well, but it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> no. Um, so, but whenever Dylan gets food spilled on her, she screams, I can't believe that popular people like me are forced to share the same air as nerd herders like you. Yeah. Very dramatic. Right. So the person who spilled the food on Dylan was Josh. And we see his talking head, and he takes us back to five minutes ago right. when he is getting his lunch. Um, it turns out that the perfume that Dylan sprayed with herself, uh, she sprayed it in his face, causing him to drop his food on her. Right. And so then we cut back to her yelling at him, calling him a geek and a nerd. And he's like, I prefer, prefer film geek to establish that he's stupid. Yeah, and he, like, carries around a camera because he's always filming. I just want to say that Sarah Hyland really gives it her all in this movie. <laughs> like, Dylan is such a ridiculous character. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> well, and, but we learned that, like, she well, is playing a character. Well, she's playing a character and she's playing a character. We live in a yeah. society, y'all. Um, so after the incident, Josh sits down with his film nerd friends who are talking about classic movies. They're like, no, Casablanca! <laughs> Yeah. Um, we see... <laughs> I <laughs> um, took a film class in college, and I mean, it's probably, like, pretty accurate. <laughs> I don't know if it's Casablanca specifically. It's more about movies that I've never heard of. <laughs> yeah. they we, we see this a lot. The only time it's funny, I will bring it up. But, um... um yeah, they look over at... <clears throat> Dylan sitting on the ramp, which is the exclusive popular kids' table, um, and Josh just, like, starts describing the popular people as, like, this alien species. Yeah, he's very into sci-fi movies, we learn. Yeah, and the girl in film club is admiring him the whole time. Yeah, she that's Caitlin. So, she has a huge crush on him, but he has a crush on Amy. Uh, we also establish in the scene that they're juniors. I just figured I'd point oh. that out, because... <laughs> I, I always like to establish where we are age-wise. Uh, yes, we also learned that the film festival is six weeks away, and Josh needs to make a groundbreaking documentary to win. A lot of exposition in this first scene. I would also like to say, like, why are none of his friends applying to do this either? Maybe they know that Josh is just the best. Oh, okay. All the films that he's made in the past. Yeah, well, he doesn't seem to have any idea what to do at all. Yeah, because so. well, he brings his application to his film teacher, and who's Scottish for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> and his film teacher, well, his his idea is the evolution of robot voices in sci-fi sci movies, movies, which honestly, like, sounds kind of interesting. <laughs> like, C-3PO, how did they come up with that? Well, yeah, but what is he gonna do? He's not gonna be able to interview the creators of Star Wars. <laughs> He's just gonna do an analysis on his own. I guess. Uh, yeah, the teacher tells him that he needs to choose a documentary subject that challenges himself, like a human subject, and he needs a new application by tomorrow morning. Yeah. Um, so Dylan's at the mall with her dad, because he, like, owns the mall and does a bunch of, like, real estate yeah, shit. Yeah, he's, like, a rich property developer or something, and, yeah. uh, Dylan... Dylan asks Oh, Dylan him. demands <laughs> to borrow her dad's marketing team for her run as Blossom Queen, and dad's just like, no, fuck off, like, 
Can you imagine being on his marketing team and he's like, guys, I have a new project for you. No. <laughs> I sort of had to do that. <laughs> My boss's daughter was making, like, a school presentation and they needed me to, like, create the title in Illustrator and make it look nice. And I'm like, this is not in my job description. Like, why am I doing this? That's cheating. <laughs> yeah. So, um, may I'm not going to say her name. <laughs> Ma'am, I hope you got a good grade on that presentation. And they really <laughs> admired my, my design skills. Right. <laughs> um, so then we cut to Josh works at the tech store in the mall. Um, and he sees Amy and just, like, stares at her. He looks like he's going to go talk to her, but he kind of just stares. And that's whenever we see Dylan with her friends. There's a bee flying around her, and she ends up throwing her purse into the fountain. She screams for help to the entire mall. She's like, turn off the fountain! Help! Get my purse! Dylan sees this happening, and he has an idea. We can see a light bulb go off. So he runs- We can't really see a light bulb. No. (laughs) It's implied. Right. So he runs down the escalator and jumps into the water to get her purse. This scene is so unnecessarily long. I think it's supposed to be funny, but it's not. Again, It's literally five minutes. Disney Channel thinks that children are stupid. Yeah. I don't think any children find this funny unless you're, like, five, and then you don't understand the rest of the movie, so why does it matter? Yeah. Like, it's literally five minutes of Josh- climbing through the water fountain to get the purse. Right. So he gets it out, he sets it down, and then Dylan just grabs it and walks away. Like, doesn't say thank you or anything. So Josh is very upset. He, like, gets out of the water. He goes and grabs her purse from her, and he's like, hey, I have a proposition for you after I stole your bag. Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, uh, if it has anything to do with you, no. But, um, he's like, hey, I want to make a movie about you. And then Dylan has an idea, too. She's like, well what if a movie is made about me? That would make me popular. I would definitely win Blossom Queen. Over Nicole. Yeah. And so she's like, okay, but we have to set some rules. So they have to only record at set times whenever she says, which is like not very documentary style. Like how is he going to get the real scoop if he's only recording when she says it's okay? I don't know. Um, They established this in school the next day. Yeah. Oh, my bad. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. After the mall, Dylan arrives home back at her mansion it's gotta be, like, 6 p.m., and her housekeeper left a note that she's at the dentist. Well, maybe her housekeeper lives there. Sometimes rich people do that. I guess. It's, like, dinner time, though. Yeah? Well, her housekeeper probably makes her dinner. Yeah, why is she at the dentist at dinner time? I don't know, because she was busy. Dentist office closed at, like, 5 p.m. Maybe she needed a root canal. Maybe it was an emergency. <laughs> yeah, so Dylan is spending the night by herself in her big house, um, she's doing homework when she gets a notification that Amy posted this throwback picture of them from second grade when they were friends. Whenever she gets home, she also puts her entire purse in the dryer. Yeah. <laughs> I just like to state that, everything inside. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Amy posts a picture of them, and she's like, why did she post that? In her talking head, Dylan reveals that her mom took this picture and then died. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they, so Amy and her, we, it's a little bit of exposition of like, okay, they were good friends. Like they won the science fair together. So we also learned like she's smart. At this time, she's sitting in her comfy clothes and wearing her glasses. Yeah, she's in so. her comfy clothes. Have yeah. we ever explained this on the podcast before? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's this long running, running joke. And it's, it's not been, even it's our 2021. Friend. It's been six years. <laughs> yeah. And this, this, this is, is about a, not even our friend. It's so like we a friend over, of a friend. We were over at Abby's house, friend of the pod. Right, you've heard um, her. And our other friend Maddie, other friend of the pod, was trying trying to make her way in with Abby's friend. Let's call him Steven. <laughs> uh, Steven wasn't interested, but Maddie kept trying to shoot her shot. Respect. And so we're all hanging out at Abby's house, and since Steven is friends with Abby, Maddie texts him, and he's like, hey, she's like, hey, like, come over and hang out with us at Abby's house. And Steven responds, no, I'm already in my comfy clothes, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, and after that, literally, that's all it was. All of us say comfy clothes, at least me. I feel like I say comfy clothes at least once a week. Same thing. And, like, if we we don't want to go out, ugh, I'm already in my comfy clothes, guy. (laughs) Right, it's just... Whatever. Or like, it if is. we have to change, like, hold on, I'm in my comfy clothes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's brought up like once a day. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out, Steven. I bet you didn't know that our entire friend group still quotes you to this day. <laughs> One thing you said He's so like, long Oh, that's ago. terrible rejection. I said it. It's like a joke. Yeah. <laughs> but Dylan was in her comfy clothes. Dylan was in her comfy clothes. Um, she gets sad about her mom after seeing this picture. So she goes into her closet and she's kind of like holds her mom's old dress and some like letters that her mom wrote. Um, cause yeah, her mom died like 
Yeah. Um, not that long after that picture was taken in second grade. Yeah, she's still sad about it and, like, misses her. Yeah, so, um, at the same time, sort of, Josh arrives at his much more modest, but still very nice house. Yeah. They're, like, they're, like, supposed to, like, point out how, like, Dylan has a lot of money and Josh doesn't have a lot of money, but Josh is still very privileged. Well, I mean, Josh does have a really shitty car, but I said that. I was like, he walks into his average but still big house. Yeah. (laughs) And he gets greeted by the world's largest dog! (laughs) It's a great dame dame named Mouse. It's the cutest thing. We love it. It's like a salvation. Yeah, so he's hanging out with Mouse a little bit. He goes and puts his shoes in the dryer, so like a little exposition there. Parallels. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Josh is kind of telling mom about his documentary. It's going to be a hard-hitting expose on popularity. Right. Um, so the next day, Josh gives his teacher his new application, and the teacher approves. Um, and he's like, Josh, like, remember, you're a documentarian. Leave your preconceived notions at the door. A little foreshadowing. Yeah. Um, so Josh greets Dylan in the cafeteria, and that's when they set up, like, you know, the ground rules. Yeah. Like, I need a Strict filming budget. Se- schedule. Yeah. Needs a beauty budget. Never film my left side. It's my bad side. Yeah. Only film her good side. <laughs> um, so Josh follows Dylan to the ramp. And it's a big deal because a nerd is going up on the ramp. He almost gets blocked by these weird-looking twins in the same outfit. <laughs> yeah, but Dylan's like, come on, bring me my lunch. Yeah, everyone watches in awe. Yeah. Um, Josh starts interviewing Dylan, and she explains all the hard work it takes to be popular. Um, and then her boyfriend, Asher, sits down next to her. And then we get this sort of montage. She's filming her after school, asking questions about popularity. Um, so Dylan explains, like, the science of how, like, certain people can't hang out with other people, and there's certain levels of popularity. Um, and then when Dylan goes into the dressing room... Because they're out shopping. Josh asks his fr- asks her friends questions without her presence. And they they say that she turns into a drama queen when she doesn't get her way. And Asher only dates her because she worships him. Yeah. Well, we kind of already see that Asher is a bit of a dick to begin with. So yeah. we already get this vibe. Yeah, they continue filming at the diner and then at, like, the manicure place. They're... Dylan's, like, insulting Josh as she goes along. Well, yeah, she's saying, like, popular, only hang out with popular people. Because, like, what if you asked me out? That would be embarrassing for you if you misunderstood me like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and then Josh is like, so what are your aspirations after high school? And she's like, I want to be a Blossom Queen. Yeah, and he's like, no, after that. And she's like, life is over after that. (laughs) Um, so Josh is showing his mom the footage, and he's like, oh, like, I'm not getting the expose on popularity that I want. She's just a drama queen. And mom is like, well, she might be hiding something over this facade. You need to to learn the real Dylan. You must dig deeper. Well, mom is just like, you know, there's probably something going on underneath that. Normal people don't act like that. (laughs) Um, so Josh and his friends were invited to the popular kids' beach party, and by beach party, I mean, like, a sand volleyball game. Yeah, apparently he plays sand volleyball, like, Asher. for the, yeah, for the school, I guess. It's, this takes place in Washington, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, Dylan tries to encourage Asher on the sidelines, but he's, like, annoyed and ignores her. Um, one of the film nerds goes up to Dylan's friends, who are tanning in full clothing under a cloudy sky, and he says, um, even though we're more northern and it's cloudy, you still need, you should still put on sunscreen. Which I relate to on a <laughs> level. I am a person who gets sunburned in, after 15 minutes in the sun. So whenever I see my friends are not putting on their sunscreen, I will yell at them to do it. Yeah. But then you're still like, mm, I just get tan after a sunburn. I still put on sunscreen. <laughs> I just always get sunburned. It doesn't matter how much I put on. Use my Australian sunscreen! No, I want to get a little bit of sun. <laughs> Um, so Josh is filming, and he sees Amy with her environmental group just casually picking up beach trash. Um, so he goes over to flirt with her, and Dylan sees this, and hits Josh in the head with a volleyball. And then she yells at Josh to to continue filming her, and sort of, like, passive-aggressively yells at Amy for posting that picture. Right. Um, so Josh asks Dylan what happened with her and Amy, and Dylan's just like, she's not popular enough for me. Well, yeah, he's also, she also tells him that his crush on Amy is obvious, and so that's whenever he, like, tries to change the subject and ask about Amy. Yeah, so, um, Dylan goes up to, like, Asher and his friends, and she, and they're like, we're gonna go get pizza, and she's like, oh, well, I just made us, like, reservations at this new sushi place, it's gonna be so much fun, and Asher's just like, no, you suck! <laughs> yeah. And everyone follows him, leaving Dylan by Yeah, himself. even Dylan's friends are like, we're gonna go get pizza, fuck you. So, yeah, so Dylan walks to her car, which is being towed because she had six unpaid parking tickets. 
Um, and so that's whenever Dylan is freaking out, uh, like Josh finds her and he's like, oh, I can give you a ride. So she freaks out seeing Josh's car. Um, and she gets so worn down and old. I mean, it is like different colors. Like all the pieces look like they're (laughs) from a different car, but it's fine. It still kind of works, but not really. She gets in the car and then whenever like people from school walk by, she like ducks down, which is such a shitty thing to do. Like she could literally just be like, we're doing a documentary. Like she doesn't need to do that, but whatever. Um, he doesn't really seem to care. He's just like, okay, they left. But whenever he tries to start the car, it won't start. So he's like, okay, well, I'm gonna need to walk to the gas station. And she's like, okay, I guess I'll go with you so I don't have to stay in the car. Yeah, so they just, like, kind of fight back and forth while walking because he's a nerd and she's self-centered. Um, and then he gets mad and they both, like, fire each other from the movie because Dylan Well, no, Dylan, first, Dylan twists her ankle while walking and so Josh is like, she's like, I need you to carry me. So Josh gives her a piggyback ride. I assume Sarah Hyland is very short in real life. She looks short. So this entire movie, she's wearing, like, six-inch heels. Well, yeah. I mean, like, she's also popular, so, like, I guess it fits, but... Yeah. They're, it's very unnecessary. Well, yeah. So he's giving her a piggyback ride. That's whenever they start faint, uh, fighting and he puts her down and they fire each other from the movie. He walks off. Yeah, because Dylan keeps calling it my movie, but it's not her movie. Yeah. Um, so the next day, uh, the teacher tells, Josh is trying to tell the teacher that he needs to change his subject, but the teacher's like, it's, it's too late. That's not a Scottish accent. <laughs> no. Um, Dylan is outside and, like, makes a speech for Blossom Queen, but then Nicole goes after her and outshines her, and she realizes she needs the movie in order to give herself an advantage over Nicole. Yeah, which Josh also realized whenever his teacher was like, you can't do a different subject, yeah. like, you need to do they this. They both realize that they need each other. Yeah. So, in class, Dylan steals a brochure out of the film girl's backpack. Caitlin. Caitlin. I just call her film girl the whole time. Yeah. Um, for a film club field trip. By the way, there's only four people at film club. Also, I'd like to talk about this. In class, they're talking about uh, Greek mythology, I'm assuming, and the teacher <laughs> says, thus we learned the term Grease Lightning. Yeah. <laughs> I put that in quotes because I thought it was funny. Well, because then he goes... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one he says anything. It was funny. Well, I thought that I I'm I don't know anything about Greek mythology, so I thought that was like an actual thing. I was like, oh, like Greece is like trying to make a play on that, but it's not. He was just making a play on words. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So she steals the brochure and she's like, oh, I'm gonna like pretend like I like this in order to get back on Josh's good side. Yeah. So whenever she shows up, too, she changes her <laughs> appearance. She wears kind of like. I guess to appeal to the common man. I guess it's like hipster clothes of the time. It's like yeah, overall shorts. Caitlin is wearing the, those like terrible like, what are those hats called? They're not newsboy caps because the newsboy caps are flat. They're the ones with like the same like kind of, um, uh, bill, but they're like puffy. I think that is a <laughs> is that a newsboy cap? I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. Anyway, yeah, Dylan arrives in these overalls, like I said, to appeal to the common man. Right. Um, <laughs> the film nerds are talking. They're talking about, like... Oh, yeah. I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It's so funny. So they're all, like, talking. They're talking... I don't know. They're, they're talk- talking about people who have played Dracula in movies. Yeah. So they bring up Christopher Walken. They're like, what if Christopher Walken played Dracula? And then... And then Josh's friend does such a good Christopher Walken impression. Out a Christopher Walken impression is Dracula. It's so good. He's it sounds like, exactly like... A bites your neck. You need a band-aid. No, it sounds actually like that. <laughs> Not like We've that. We've worked on this podcast. I'm bad at impressions, but I still do them anyway you get the idea the only reason i know christopher walken is because of hairspray <laughs> not the only reason i've seen other stuff but like that's I mean, why i yeah, know who same, he is same <laughs> i never knew that he had like such a distinct impression like voice until i heard like other people impersonating him and i was like oh yeah i guess that is different yeah but also the actor who plays this friend you do a great christopher walken impression <laughs> it actually made me laugh out loud same um <laughs> Jimmy Bellinger, we see you, we hear you, we appreciate you. Thank you. Do you want to come on the pod? Come on on. I'll find his Instagram, I'll tag him. Great. Um, so Dylan greets them after this wonder, the best part of the movie. Yeah, essentially. Um, and pretends like she's there on her own. She's like, oh yeah, I'm just here to see this sci-fi movie. Yeah, it's also an old Disney movie. Yeah. Because it's a decom. Um, so, yeah, Dylan joins them for coffee afterwards, and the other film nerds are like, why is she here? And Caitlin! Well, they're all discussing the movie. They're having a little fishbowl, if you will. Yeah, and they're all just kind of, like, looking at Dylan, like, while she's up getting her coffee. They're like, why is she here? Like, why is a popular girl here? And Caitlin goes, I'm supposed to be the only girl. Which, like, oh, you know Caitlin is so toxic! She's a pick-me girl. (laughs) (laughs) But, 
yeah, so whenever Dylan sits down and they're all talking, they're like, okay, Dylan, like, what do you think? And so... They're like, how does the time travel work if they don't age? So Dylan, just off the top of her head, she's like, well, if you take Einstein's theory of relativity... Well, yeah, so we've had a a few talking heads where she just, like, randomly drops knowledge. Like, we know she's smart. And because she's popular, like, no one is like, oh, she's smart. I never get that trope. Like, why is it cool to not be smart? We talk about, yeah, we, we talk about it a little bit coming up, um... Yeah, so all of her, all of Josh's friends are like, "Oh my God, she like knows stuff." Wow. Oh. So afterwards, when they're leaving, Josh and Dylan are walking together, and that's whenever Josh is like, "You're smart. Like, why do people not know that or whatever?" And Dylan says, "Only nerds get A's," which is not true. That's not true. <laughs> why would you? If you're smart, why would you not do it? Be smart. Yeah, I I don't understand. I mean, also like. Throughout grade school, at least, it kind of lost when I went to high school. I was always on a quest to prove that I was smarter than everyone else. <laughs> I I just don't, yeah, like, I don't think anyone actually believes that trope, but if someone tries to tell you it's not cool to be smart, fuck that. Like, where? <laughs> Why? How? <laughs> it's literally so cool to be smart. Knowledge is cool. <laughs> I know I sound like a nerd, but I don't care. It is cool. Maybe it was, like, a thing, like, back in the day. Like, you know how in 21 Jump Street, whenever Channing Tatum... Is taking Jonah Hill around. He's like, it's cool to be, to be dumb. But then, like, they get to high school in like 2018, and they're like, why is it cool to be smart? <laughs> Maybe well, it was like a thing. Okay, well, and there's himbos, but himbos don't actually have to be dumb. H- himbo. <laughs> we, we, if you want to hear a discussion on himbos, check out our Minuteman episode if you right. haven't yet. Well, I know that that's like popular, but no, I don't think it's not cool to be act stupid when you're not. Yeah. Anyway, um, they, they, like, agree to continue filming if Dylan quits acting like a diva, and so they make up, and Josh offers to give Dylan a ride home because her dad took away her car from all the parking tickets. Yeah, so whenever he pulls up, he's like, oh my god, like, your house is so big, but Dylan's like, yeah, but it's empty. He's, she's like, my dad's always at work, and my mom died, and so she's like, okay, Josh, random boy, do you want to come into my house alone? (laughs) We're 17 years old. (laughs) And he's like, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, Dylan's also so, like, my dad is always working or out with his girl, with his stupid girlfriend, and Josh is like, oh, yeah, like, I live with my mom, my dad lives in San Diego, um, and then Josh is, or Dylan's like, do you wanna see me make a sundae? It's a special recipe. Everything but the kitchen sink sundae. Yeah, okay, so we got, like, this weird, like, montage of what Josh filmed of Dylan making this sundae. She's supposed to be, like, quirky and fun and a little dorky, but, like, it literally reminds me of, like... <laughs> Whenever there's a, like, main male protagonist and he's out for revenge because his wife died and he's watching, like, old home footage that he filmed of his wife and she's, like, always laughing and she's like, ah, like, babe, stop filming me. Ah, like, you know what I'm talking about? Well, there are a few times where she does do that when we see yeah. the footage and she's like, stop. Yeah, it's literally, like, <laughs> so this one girl, oh my god, that one girl who made those TikToks that are like, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> if you had told me three months ago that I would be dating my, my coworker waiter from Texas, from Texas Roadhouse, he would have never, like, if you look at that girl, she made a TikTok about it. <laughs> it's very good. I forget what her name is. I'm so sorry, ma'am. I love you, but. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, so she makes a Sunday and they have fun. And, uh. Josh starts looking at this picture of Dylan's mom on the fridge, and we learn that her mom was Blossom Queen, and that's why becoming Blossom Queen is so important to Dylan, because if she wins, it'll give her another way to feel connected to her mom. Yeah, so again, this is like when we start humanizing Dylan a little bit, at least from like Josh's point of view. Yes, so Josh, who kind of feels bad for her at this point, um, throughout the movie we've seen Dylan be like, because you're popular, you have to be charitable, so I give people fashion makeovers. Yeah, and, and so, so Josh is like, okay, since, like, I sort of see you as a human now, I'll <laughs> let you give me a makeover. Right, so we get a makeover we montage. Get a makeover montage! Of course. <laughs> I mean, there's the outfits, of, of course, but then also she makes him exercise, because she's like, girls like sporty boys. <laughs> okay. She's also wearing a shirt that says, uh... There is no planet B or something like it's, that. Yeah, it's, it's hard to find another planet or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Josh is suddenly a different person after he gets turned around in the chair and gets a haircut. I mean, he does look better with the haircut, but, but he's not a really different person. Not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Josh invites Dylan over for dinner. Um, so Dylan meets the dog and mom. Her and mom are getting along. 
Um, Dylan compliments mom's cooking and helps with the dishes. Yeah, this is when mom's like, oh, so you guys are dating. And <laughs> they're both like, uh. And that, yeah. Like, Josh goes to, like, take out the trash, and then he comes back, and he overhears Dylan tell mom that they're not dating, but Josh is totes awesome. Well, yeah, and they both like other people. Like, she's like, he has a crush on Amy, and I have a boyfriend, and whatever. Yeah, so then Josh comes in, and then they have, like, this weird, awkward, like, water fight in the kitchen that mom starts filming with Josh's camera. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so Dylan and Josh walk to school together, and Josh is nervous about his new look, but... Whenever he enters school, he gets stares from all the ladies and, and is feeling confident. They're all flirting with him. They're like, hey, Josh. And he learns that it's okay to want to care about how you look sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, at lunch, Dylan's friends think that she's acting different. And they accuse her of, yeah, they accuse her of having a crush on Josh. And Josh's friends do the same yeah. thing. Yeah. And they're like, you're acting different, man, but you have to be at the Mathletes on Saturday. And he's like, okay, I promise. And then he goes and joins Dylan for lunch. Yeah, she invites him up to the ramp. But then uh, she's like, you need to go ask Amy out now. So yeah. he's like, okay, I guess I do everything you say now. Yeah, so, so he goes and Amy agrees. Well, yeah, but we also see, like, a, f- a little scene of uh, Dylan looking at them and, like, looking a little, like, sad, Aww. jealous, maybe. Oh, mm, what's I that? I wonder. That would be so surprising if they fell for each other. Right. <laughs> um, so Dylan's dad approaches Josh at work. <laughs> um, and he immediately is like, oh, I wanted to meet my daughter's boyfriend. And before Josh could correct him, he invites him over for dinner. So well, he he's does goes on this whole tirade. He's like, I'm glad you work at my mall. Uh, you're already better than Asher in every <laughs> Like, I hate Asher. <laughs> yeah. And so he's like, come wait, over, did, we did can we watch a about, sci-fi movie. Did we talk about Asher's haircut? <laughs> it's so bad. It's, it's like an emo, like, uh, it's like the emo swoop, but then it's but like shandy on the side. Yeah, and it's it looks it looks like a lesbian. Like, that's a stereotype, but. It's bad. And it's like sandy blonde. Lesbians look good. He does not. Yeah, it's like <laughs> flat, like the, the part that like hangs off his head. Wait, is like hold flat. on. Speaking of. Uh, well, I guess she's not a lesbian, but did you see that JoJo Siwa thing that the MLB posted? That TikTok? <laughs> thirst yeah, and everyone that in the comments Siwa. are like, oh my god, JoJo Siwa! Yeah. <laughs> good for them. I mean, I just had to bring it up. I, mean, I, I was like, yeah, she looks good. <laughs> I love that for I her. love the braids and, like, yeah, the sparkles. The braids yeah. are a good look for her with her long hair. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> speaking of girls who like girls. <laughs> Jojo. We're talking about Jojo Siwa. We're not talking about us. Not that it would be bad. We just want to. Well, I just didn't want to say lesbians because Jojo didn't like come out as a lesbian. She just has a girlfriend. Okay. I was just clarifying for the audience. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Asher has a horrible haircut and he's a dick. So we don't like him. Neither um, does dad. So yeah. So dad invites Josh over to dinner. And whenever Dylan comes home from shopping, she sees Josh's car in her driveway. Um, and she come, she walks in to see Josh and Dad watching some, like, artsy silent movie from the 20s or whatever. And they're getting along great. And that's when Dylan sits down and they explain that they're not dating. And then Dad and Josh have a burping contest with the weakest burps I've ever heard. Yeah, and then Dad's like, oh, Dylan, you used to participate too. And she's like, okay, you want to see a burp? And also gives such a bad it's burp. It's so weak. They're so bad. But they're like, wow, they're like, Dylan. Oh my god, you're not like other girls. It sounds like a literal baby burp. It's, it's literally like, <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> And they're like, wow. These people have never heard a good burp, obviously. <laughs> I I once burped so loud that it echoed throughout the entire student center at my community college, and everyone turned to stare at me. I was once watching the Super Bowl at Elizabeth's house, and she burped, and her mom was like, that's all you got? <laughs> Do you remember when your room used to connect to the vent in our living room, and I would burp, and it would wake you up from a nap? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth has loud burps sometimes. When I drink soda. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, and you know what? I'm not ashamed of it. Burps are funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Dylan records whenever... Or... So I get there... Josh records whenever Dylan burps. And so whenever Dylan's walking him to his car for some reason, she's like, you have to delete that footage. And he's like, why? Like, the real you I thought you were fun. different. Well, <laughs> he's just like, the real you is like an actual person and like fun. And she's like, no, it's just easier this way. And then she's like, he's like, oh, I have a date with Amy, by the way, on Saturday. And she's like, well, what are you going to do? And he's like, I don't know. I didn't have anything planned. And she's like, come to our party. Come to Asher's party. Yeah. Um. So the... Next day at school, Josh shows his teacher the progress of his movie, but he's behind on editing. So, 
he has to get it done because, like, the rough cut is due soon, or whatever. Right. Um, so Josh picks up Amy for their date. Um, Amy is immediately like, listen to my band's demo. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just, like, a bunch of, like, heavy metal guitars, and he's clearly just like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, and then she's like, what are we gonna do? And he's like, I'm gonna take you home to meet my mom. For lunch. And and she's like, uh, and he's like, oh, well, she learned how to cook this food. And she's like, I'm a vegetarian, I don't want to do that. And, yeah, and then he's like, you want to see a movie? And she's like, it's such a nice day. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. That's whenever Josh is like, okay, I guess we can go to Asher's party. And she's like, yeah, we can go for a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they arrive at the darty, I wrote. My mom the other day was like, what's what's that new word that people are using? Like, something about a party. And I was like, darty? Well, like, do you remember a few years ago? Yes. Whenever my friend was like, so we went to a darty and we're like, what's it? And us who um, are both, like, commuters to college. Yeah. And, like, didn't have a real college experience. Only, like, a few thousand people went to our schools. Yeah. Are you, like, a darty? We're like, what's a darty? <laughs> yeah. But Asher threw a darty. Yeah. Um, and we can see that he's clearly ignoring Dylan throughout this. Uh, right. Dylan, like, asked him to dance, but he's just like, no, fuck off. Yeah. So Dylan greets Josh at the door, but Amy kind of doesn't want anything to do with her. Um, Amy wants to dance very awkwardly, I might add, uh, but Josh is, Josh, like, goes to join her, but he's, like, clearly not comfortable. Yeah. So, Dylan goes to the cooler, and Nicole says, what are you looking for? And Dylan says, lemonade. And Nicole says, oops, I took the last one. Get used to that loser feeling, because you didn't get lemonade. Yeah, I don't know why this is such a big scene, but... Okay, get another I beverage! <laughs> I think it's more of, like, she's having a bad day already, but Dylan is, like, very upset by this, and she walks yeah. away. Yeah, so Amy realizes that Josh isn't, like, paying attention to her because Dylan looks visibly upset and tells him to go check on Dylan. Right. Um, and then she's like, it's fine, I'm gonna go see if the DJ will let me spin a few. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who wrote this? I don't know. Uh, so Josh finds Dylan in a room by herself, and he asks Dylan... Uh, what happened with Amy? And Dylan reveals that she ditched Amy in sixth grade because she was afraid of living in her shadow. Yeah, so um, basically Amy was cooler than her, and that's why she ditched her. It's the opposite of, like, what Dylan said earlier in the yeah. movie. Yeah, and so Dylan's like, you're being a dork around Amy. You need to, like, listen to her when she talks and put your arm around her. So she's, like, demonstrating this, Yeah, and they sort of, like, start to have a moment. And that's when both Amy and Asher walk in. Yeah, and it's looking very sketch for them. Asher gets mad and is like, who invited this loser anyway? And storms off. And Dylan, like, tries to go talk to him, but he, like, doesn't want to have anything to do with her right now. So Dylan ends up leaving the party. And Josh gives Amy a ride home. And then he just, like, casually asks her to spring formal. And she's like, no. And he's like, oh, why? And she's like, you obviously like Dylan, like, hello (laughs) and he's like no it's not true but then he's like oh no it's true maybe i do yeah at home he's editing footage of dylan and this is like manic pixie dream girl again it's like babe stop filming me not babe but yeah (laughs) um so dylan wakes up on monday morning realizing she overslept and in a rush to get her contacts in um by the way whenever they were having their moment Josh was like, oh, I was just helping Dylan with her contact. And Asher was like, you don't wear contacts. And Dylan's yeah. like, that's right, I don't. I have 20-20 vision. Apparently wearing contacts is also embarrassing. Yeah, so she lied, we learned. Uh, in a rush, she drops the last of her contacts. Down and the drain. Down the drain and has to wear her glasses to school. Well, she takes them off when she gets to school because, again, glasses, glasses so are so embarrassing nerds. and nerdy. And, yeah, yeah so she takes them off, but she blind. can't see anything. She's blind without glasses. And, um, some antics ensue because she can't see. Right. One time after Christmas break, like, whenever I was younger, my vision wasn't, like, that bad. Mm-hmm. So I would, like, if I wasn't in school or, like, going to see a movie or something, I'd just, like, walk around without my glasses. So I wasn't driving yet either. And then there was one time, it was, like, after, like, the day after Christmas break or whatever, I come to school and halfway I realized that I forgot my glasses. I'm like, oh my, wait, I can't see the board. <laughs> what am I I, well, yeah, both of us have, like, a similar eye strength or whatever. Description. Yeah. And so, like, my eyes aren't that bad. Like, I can drive fine without my glasses, but it helps me, like, see the signs and stuff when yeah. I do. So I, multiple times, I've left the house without putting my contacts in, and then I've had to come back because <laughs> she, I realized. I'd be, like, working from home, and I hear the door slam, and she'd be like, I forgot my glasses! <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been wearing my contacts because, like, masks, glasses yeah. get fogged up and yeah. everything. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so... 
Josh asked his teacher for an extension on the rough cut deadline, um, but it's due tomorrow when he has to finish, but he's been, like, distracted with Dylan. Um, in class, Asher breaks up with Dylan by note. Yeah, they pass this note all the way over to, uh, Dylan, who still isn't wearing her glasses, and she's like, oh, it's just a love note, but her friends are like, no, it says he's dumping you right now. Yeah, so Dylan confronts him after class, and he's like, you're turning into a nerd, look at the way you look, and the people you hang out with. Yeah, because she has her glasses on now. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, they're like thick, like hipster glass, like they're cute glasses. Yeah. At lunch, everyone stares everyone at Dylan. Everyone laughs at Dylan because she's wearing glasses. Yeah, and so she goes up to Josh, like, l- hoping to have a friend in him, but he's like, I can't hang out with you until after I finish the movie because, like, I'm behind because I keep hanging out with you. He doesn't, like, I don't know, he makes it seem like he's blaming her for some reason, but it's yeah. not her fault. It's literally just like, I, I'm busy, I have to finish, but first we're supposed to believe that he, like, blows her off or whatever. Yeah, so... Um, so, yeah, Dylan gets mad, and Josh points out that her seat at the lunch table is gone, meaning she's, like, lost her popularity status. Yeah, Dylan cries and walks away, um, and then whenever Josh goes to sit with his friends, they're like, hey, you've been a shitty friend, and also we replaced you as film club president. Caitlin's a film club president now. Fuck you for missing the math tournament. Yeah, so Josh is editing and he's struggling on what story he wants to tell in his movie. Um, Dylan finds her friends hanging out without her and just, like, being terrible. Um, At home, Dad offers to have dinner with Dylan, just the two of them without the girlfriend. But Dylan's like, you know what, like, call her, like, she can join. And we sort of see, like, the small scene where Dylan begins to, like, warm up to her because they have, like, common interests. Even though it's kind of clear that she's been, like, avoiding trying to get to know this girl because she doesn't want her to replace her mom. Right. Uh, so the next scene, we're at the film festival. Uh, Josh finds his friends, like, showing up to show him support. They're like, eh, we forgive you, it's fine. We yeah. Don't, we don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, and so we also see Dylan, like, walking in the back, and she just gets, like, a seat on her, on her own. Um, whenever his documentaries start, people are, like, laughing at Dylan, even Can we when- talk about why Disney Channel characters who make documentaries are always, like- narrating yeah yeah like sit in their room in front of the camera why do they do that (laughs) i don't know i guess he probably doesn't have like very good editing skills yet like he could have put like title slides he could have still narrated but he didn't need to be like just narrate over b-roll like what are you doing yeah (laughs) yeah but whenever like the movie starts people are laughing at dylan even when it's all like, like the early footage of her like her facade like well, yeah. this is what popularity but is but even when she's being like quote unquote serious they're all like laughing at her like she's the joke and so dylan is obviously feeling insecure with everyone laughing at her um yeah she runs outside and josh follows her and she's just like you humiliated me you like, like mixed- i trusted you yeah. uh, but you only cared about the movie and like your own narrative basically yeah so she runs out and josh goes back to the theater but it turns out she missed the part where Josh explains how Dylan is actually a real human. And we see, like, the part about her mom and uh, her n- being goofy, making ice cream. And, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. At the end of the movie, and, like, the, Josh... the whole audience realizes we underestimated her. Wow, she's a person. Yeah, and Caitlin cries. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the movie, Josh says that this isn't an expose on popularity anymore. It's about my new friend... Uh, Dylan. Yeah, and the audience gives <laughs> roaring applause. I mean, the other movie that we saw was a hamster <laughs> on a hamster wheel, so I do think this is a better documentary than that one. Um, so later Amy shows up at Dylan's and she's like, hey, like, Josh's movie won and, um, we should be friends again. And Dylan's like, yeah. And then Amy gives her the DVD and she's like, you should watch the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so then we cut to spring formal. Dylan arrives by herself in her mom's dress um dad and girlfriend are chaperoning yeah so Um, that's whenever her friends like hannah and lola come up and they're like we should be friends again like Like, you're so popular because of the movie yeah and so before she has a chance uh amy also is like hey dylan and before she has a chance to say anything they're about to announce the uh blossom queen so ooh, who's it gonna be who's it gonna be it's It's dylan Dylan. so dylan goes and receives her flower crown yeah (laughs) she goes to give a speech and she's talking about how she was wrong about popularity she's like yeah it's about those having you, real friends yeah. who, like, actually care about you. Yeah, she's like, those of you who watched the movie, like, obviously everything I said in the beginning was wrong. Yeah. But, yeah, popularity is about having real friends, like Amy and Josh. Yeah, she doesn't call them out by name until the end, whenever she's like, you should be around people who make you happy, like Josh. Yeah, so then they meet in the, Josh and Dylan meet in the crowd, they make up and they kiss. Um, the film girl goes to dance with the Christopher Walken friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, Amy dances with the other film nerd, and... 
And so it turns out that those talking heads, like, this whole movie was a documentary about it's a, the relationship. Yeah, it's a documentary in a documentary. So, did was this movie, were they all reenactments that we saw that they went back and filmed? I don't know. The one thing I will- Is that why, is that why Sarah Hyland's performance is so over the top? The one Am thing, I getting meta about this? The one thing I will say is that sometimes his friends were, like, recording stuff, so maybe we're seeing the things that they recorded, too. He's got footage from multiple sources. Maybe, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, are they unreliable narrators? Can we trust what they say? <laughs> I don't know. I will say, whenever I, like, whenever we were in, like, lit class, probably, like, freshman year, and we learned about unreliable narrators, I was like, oh, shit. Uh-oh. I can't just trust the narrator. Yeah, I know. It, yeah. Yeah. When you first learned about unreliable narrators, it makes you rethink your entire life. Well, yeah, Am I'm like, I the unreliable narrator. Well, and it's also like every book I've ever read, read, and like it's ch- whenever children are like the ones telling the story, like right. obviously they're not a very reliable narrator because they're a child, right? So to kill a mockingbird. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, that's the end of the movie. They also do a stupid thing where they put a jacket over their faces and kiss. Mm. It's kind of like the way that the documentary is done is kind of like. Uh, now you see me like it could have been good but it wasn't yeah it was close but it wasn't i think it was also weird how like sarah highland was on um modern family which was also a mockumentary and then she like did this movie i don't know was this did this movie when did modern family begin was this movie like in the middle of modern family i think so i'm not positive because this had like a pretty like star-studded like teen cast sort of i feel like this movie originally wasn't meant for disney channel yeah i don't know yeah well and like i said i liked this better than i thought i would i was going to like as far as the more recent ones this is a pretty good one yeah, in the beginning, I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be so stupid, but... Yeah, well, it's, and it's also kind of, like, an anti, like, she's all that, or, like, you yeah. know, the movie where the geeky girl takes off her glasses and she's beautiful. It's, like, the opposite, like, the popular girl puts her glasses on, and they're like, oh and my she's god, the, she's a person. She's human. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was the like, like... the story is she's human. I was thinking, like, I mean, like, this narrative is obviously, like, so overdone, but I'm like, I do love those movies, so I can't complain. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's also, like, a, a good old enemies-to-lovers trope. Yeah. So... I will say, though, Matt... Pro cop is a terrible actor. And a terrible person. <laughs> and a terrible so, person. So fuck you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> That's that. How did you rate and rank Geek Charming? Um, in the beginning I was ready to give this like a one out of five. <laughs> yeah. But as it went on and the more I thought about it, I gave it a three out of five. I put it number fifty five below Phineas and Ferb and above Avalon five Avalon High. Yeah, I gave this a three and a half out of five. Like I said, I think part of the reason I gave it a higher score is that it surprised me. Like, I yeah. again, I thought I was going to give it, like, a one and a half out of five or something. But, like, it wasn't that bad. I'd probably not, like, anytime soon. But if I had to watch it again, I'd be fine with that. So I put it at number 29, right on track is above it, and Xenon Z3 is below it. Um, next week, we're watching another TV movie, uh, DCOM. We're watching Good Luck, Charlie. It's Christmas. Oh, God. We have Christmas in July. <laughs> I'm not excited about this. Yeah. It, it's gonna be something else, y'all. Okay, bye. That's it. <laughs>